It's the Song and Dance Podcast with Michael and Rachel. Hello and welcome to the Song and Dance Podcast. I am your host, Michael, and with me today is the representative from Arizona, uh, Las uh, Marias. Hello, hello. Thank you for having us. You know, uh, this this podcast um, is recorded in, in Arizona, so um, having the state representative uh, um, for the American Song Contest is so, for me, it's so, like, amazing just to have you guys. No, thank you for inviting us. It's an honor for us to be representing Arizona. There's so much talent, so uh, the fact that we got chosen, it's it's a privilege, and we're honored and really excited. I know you. You guys sound you sound young. So, uh, like, how old are you guys? We sound and look young, but we're twenty one. Oh, that's still young, though. That's still young. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, how did you? Since you guys are young, like, how did you get uh, started in music? So we used to live up in Phoenix. Um, we lived up there for about eight years. Eight years. Um, and my dad had restaurants and he had Norteño music. Um, and we would just listen to, that was the common household uh, music we would listen to. And there was this one song on the radio that was just like on really repeat, popular. on repeat. And I guess at a young age, you just like, you just uh, remember it like these lyrics and you don't even know what the song is talking about and my Teresa one day was like you know what I want to sing today and I was like okay I've always been like the shy one and my is like the outgoing social one so I've I'm like more reserved and she was like I feel like singing this song today so she went up to my dad and she was like you know what I'm gonna sing and then and my dad was like are you sure like do you know the lyrics and I was like yeah I know them like I've heard the song so many times that I know the, the lyrics by memory and then I was like you're coming up with me and then and she I was, was like, like but I don't know the lyrics and, and I was like, like I'll whisper it to your ear like it's fine we got this and so we went on stage and we sang the song it was like three in the afternoon and there was a lot of people and I remember I wasn't even like scared or I was like you like shy or timid and then I just remember the applause and then people really liking our performance and then from there on I was like you know what I'm gonna do this every Sunday at 3 p.m. And we did it for like two weeks. And, yes. my and we dad, encouraged other other kids to sing and to then participate. It, it was really cool. I really like I really like doing that. And then in 2008, um, my parents, ICE was getting really strong in the Arizona area. Family members were being targeted. And well, my parents uh, received a letter from immigration that we needed to leave the country. Well, they needed to leave the country. Um, so we had about nine months, nine months to get everything ready, leave behind 25 years of hard work, um, three restaurants, a jewelry store. Uh, thankfully they were, they had, they, they were well off. They were, they were well off. So um, when we moved back to Nogales, uh, my parents, uh, were able to get a house of their own and they, they yeah. moved everything. So the only hard thing was for us that it was a cultural shock. We we did visit Mexico, but like it was, you know, like three months or two months the most. And then for us, like moving 
over here was really hard because you we didn't know how to speak Spanish, yeah, or how really, to write Spanish. So it was hard for us to communicate. And then like the whole crossing the border every day to, to go, go to school. school. Um, it, it was just like from one day to another, I was like, why is my mom leaving me? here at the border at the border and, and I, I have, have to cross walk. and walk to school and I have to get uh and I I get asked every day do you have drugs do you have something to declare I was seven eight so it was hard for me to understand the family situation that we were going through and my parents would try to explain it to me but it just it wouldn't click in like I wouldn't understand uh the huge impact we impact were we were having so then my mom decided to uh, put us into sports. We were really bad. We were I, was, I was the only one that was like, like, yeah, she was okay. I was okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so then, and then I was like insisting her, Oh, like take us to piano lessons or guitar yeah. lessons or she would be lessons. like, no. And my mom would be like, no, like, I think you, you girls, girls are good with sports. Yeah. I need something that gets you tired. So I was like, I was like, no, I don't really like sports. And then my mom was like, okay, we'll do piano lessons. So we started with piano lessons. And then from piano lessons, we went to singing lessons. And then there's the, this, um, what was it? The concurso? This concurso came up, which is a, a contest. A contest that they do here annually. And we won first place. And my dad didn't know about the contest. He knew we about literally told him the, the same, same day. Because he, he was really um, pissed off. He was like, how are you girls going to participate singing have you guys even practiced let me see your show and I was like we were like 12 and we were like performing uh we wouldn't do harmonies we were singing like the same voice it was terrible to be honest I don't even know who won I just feel like we had <laughs> an angel yeah um so then we just started to get known regionally like Las Marias and then um you they were like you know what there's castings for Lavo's kids we were up in Rosarito, Baja California, and one of the producers was there, and he was like, you girls should totally uh, audition. audition, and we were like, okay, and we told my mom, and we auditioned, but they were like, you guys are going to go separate, separate, like, we can't have you two together, so and we've always performed together, together, so we were like, we were born together, we've always been together, like, we got to stay together, you know, so it was hard for us, Um. And my mom was like, no, I can't let you guys go separate ways. Yes, like, this is not going to work out. Like, you you twins, like, it's, you guys, you guys are a little community, you two. So she was like, I can't do this. It gets too much for me. And I was like, come on, you have to let us. Like, Daddy Yankee's going to be there. Like, please, I might meet him. <laughs> and so like, at the end of the day, she did let us participate. I ended up with Daddy Yankee. I ended up with Pedro Fernandez. Like, totally opposites. And then, yeah, like, she was like reggaeton, R&B. And I was like, regional Mexican, mariachi. Yeah. And so I think we discovered ourselves a little bit more through that show. And then when we came back, yeah. when we got off the show, um, we came back a little bit stronger and yes. that helped us yeah, to really decide. She realized what she had to work in and then I realized yes. what, she had to what I had to work in. So when we came back, it was like, okay, we, we came back stronger. Yeah. yeah. And so then we got off the show and then we decided that this is what we really did want to do for the rest of our lives. And then we recorded our first CD, which was Nuestra Musica, which is a mariachi CD. And it's just traditional mariachi songs. And then from there, uh, 
what we earned from the first CD. CDs came from the second one, then from the second one, the third one, and then the fourth one, and now our fifth one with our record, record label, label, Universal Fonovisa Music. And now we're on the American Song Contest. Uh, I mean, how would you describe like m- your music, like mariachi music? Well, I think we're our regional Mexican style music because we don't just stick to mariachi. We do norteñas, we do sierreño, we do mariachi. We and even do banda sometimes. But it's evolved. Like, it's become very mainstream. Uh, in we Colombia, do try to keep it traditional. Yes. Because... Stick to our, our roots. Yeah. Because it's, an, it's a way for us to honor our culture. But we also try to modernize it and give it a little bit of Las Marias. For example, most of our mariachi songs, we try to make them like to our own style. To our own style. We, we so once you listen to a song, you know it's us. Yes, exactly. Um, one of our songs in that we released a couple of months ago, we included piano in the beginning and then a transition to mariachi. mariachi. And people were like, oh, that's really cool. It's like a popish mariachi song. So we really do try to keep it really modern. And I think regional Mexican music has really evolved and it's crossed a lot of borders and frontiers. And now in Colombia, mariachi is like really huge. And especially mariacheño, which is a a mix of norteños and mariachi. And I think that regional Mexican music has evolved. And- or for example, Natanael Cano doing, doing the song with Bad Bunny. Yeah. That was like crazy. Or Carol G that performed um, with Mariachi um, on Premios Juventud. And she's coming out with like Sirreño musics or they add like the little requinto at the beginning of, the, of their songs. So it's just, it's, it's amazing to see how regional Mexican music has evolved. Yeah. Are there any more artists you would like to um, collab with? Yes, definitely. I think more on the traditional side would be Los Tigres del Norte. They've been a group that we've looked up for like the rest of for since I was like really small. We've also recorded a song from them that went viral. Like it's, it's gone viral three, like five, six times. Yeah. So. Yeah, we were, were really huge fans of them. On the uh, the other side of my yeah. more, uh, yeah, feminine side, I think I were like doing a collab with Paquita, La del Barrio. We did open um, her, some, show, her shows in California. But then also meeting her in person really did inspire me to, you know, be, because there's not, there's not a lot of women's in regional Mexican music. So being a woman in this genre is kind of hard. There is a lot of machismo, I gotta be honest. Uh, so yeah, I think she's an inspiration also on and, the- I mean, she's had a, she has a huge career and she still so, sells out. She's like doing all these shows in Mexico, in the US. And it's amazing how people like admire her and, and adore her and respect her. Like she's, and she dominates the stage. And for a more, um, was algo más something more, I would say, like on the younger side, I would like to collab with Julian Alvarez. Julian Alvarez, Cristian Noel. Cristian Noel. Yeah. There's a lot of cool people that were. So uh, aside from the heat, um, why should people visit uh, Arizona? <laughs> 
Well, um, we have the Grand Canyon. The heat. Um, <laughs> the heat. We have the Grand Canyon. But I think Arizona has a lot of like, oh, it's so hot in Arizona. But in reality, it's not really. There's, that, yeah. I don't think it's really that hot. I, I hate the cold. So I think Arizona is really cold. I'm always like in my hoodies and stuff. Me too. But then we also do have. But maybe it's like a Nogales thing. Yeah, it's, maybe it's Nogales thing. Because it's cold. Down here in Nogales, it's cold most yeah. of the time. Yeah. Um, Up in Phoenix, it's it's hot. Yeah. Tucson, it's, it's like, like in between. I guess. I guess. And we, we do have a lot of snow uh, birds, Mount Lemon, um, Flagstaff. Uh, but I mean, like, Sedona is pretty amazing. Yeah. Like, the Red Desert. And then we also have the Sonoran Desert. Because mm -hmm. a lot of people, they tell me, like, oh, no, but, it, like, Arizona's, like, city vibes. And I'm like, well, maybe you've only been to Phoenix because down here, like, in Douglas, it's, like, the Sonoran Desert, you know, yeah. so... But there's a lot of, of, of cool things there's, to do. Yeah, like, there's a lot of minas. Yeah, and mines. Mines, yeah. So it's it's pretty amazing to see all of that. And then Tombstone, the mm -hmm. wild, wild west. There, there's a lot of cool places to visit. So how did you uh, guys find out about the uh, contests? And, like, why did you, do, did you decide to enter? So we've been fans of the Eurovision show for especially a long time. Especially Maria Teresa, Like she got me. Yeah. So I, I I had heard through TikTok that the American Song Contest was gonna was gonna uh, begin. So I was like, mm, I think that sounds like really cool. So funny story is that I was having like it was like pandemic times, and I was like having this, this depression state, if you would call it. And I remember we had to go to Monterrey to record th these music videos. And then before I got on the plane, I was like, I was like, universe. Send if, me a sign. If I need to keep going in this career, please send me a sign. So we got on the plane, the phone was on airplane mode, got off the plane, turned on my phone. And then first thing that pops up is this message from my brother that's like, did you see that the American Song Contest is coming to the US? I was like, this is my time. I'm doing it. So <laughs> uh, then we we started doing everything. I, we submitted our, our audition. Everything was really smooth. Like everything just aligned for us. Yeah. Even the song, everything. I was just like, this is for us. And I've I've been enjoying the process. And honestly, I've just I've I've just been trying. We've been trying to have fun. So it's it's been a cool ride. So um, since we we just had the um the premiere of the of the uh, show um what do you did you think about the songs in the first round i, I loved it i loved it too. i loved the show i loved every single yeah and there's so much talent yes i i really liked alexa i liked her um her performance her performance amazing. yeah i really liked um yam house too they're like the pop i really like the popish side of of music i yeah. really like but it's too. it's it's so cool how it's so diverse yeah like just that one uh, episode was like, it was a little bit of everything. Like and then the Goofing song was yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I really liked it. It's it's cool. It's um, it's awesome. I I liked it. There's so much talent, and I can't wait for the other episodes to be honest. Yeah. And Snoop Dogg was like feeling it. He's like, so it was pretty cool. Tell me more about like your song. Because okay. I, I think no one's heard, like, anything about, like, Arizona's song. Yeah. 
So, so our song is we've had this song for about like a year yeah. we were planning to release it for like the longest time and then just something was stopping us from releasing the song yeah and um and then this opportunity came up and we were like this is like perfect like the universe is like aligning with us yeah perfect timing <laughs> so this song was written by Eduardo Mesa and he heard our our story. life story and he was like this is such a cool story about like two young girls that are in the regional Mexican music. It's rare that they write corridos for women um, or that they, you know, like they, they talk about women in songs in like a positive, in a positive note, right? So um, he heard about our, we were working with a previous manager and the manager kind of told him a little bit more of our story. And then Eduardo came up with some lyrics and then they send those lyrics over to us and we were like, I cried. The first time I listened to the song, I cried because it just hit um, all these memories of us, you know, crossing alone and then all the struggles that we had to go through as a family, our, our, our separation from our brother who we were like really attached to. So it just like, it brought in so many emotions and I contacted him and we were like I love it um we should uh join in and record the song, record the song and I want to produce it and she was like okay I'm, I'm down and we did change some lyrics um there was some couple of changes um and we just went down to the studio Maria Teresa and I we called our producers and we were like, you know what, we're going to record today. We called our friends and we were like, we have this idea, we have this song and we produced the whole song. Um, obviously, we we did a, a corrido tumbado, uh, more like on the Natanael Cano and that type of uh, uh, genre. And um, it was the first time we ever worked on a song like that. The first song we recorded, uh, a it's the first time we recorded a Corrido Tumbado. So it was pretty cool um, to, to experience that side of us. Yeah. Um, and, and it just talks about our family. Um, deportation. Deportation and how, story. And how we lived in Phoenix and then we moved to Nogales so we really can't identify like if people ask me from where are you I'm just like well I guess I'm just like I was like I was born in Phoenix Arizona but I grew up in the border yeah so I, half of the day we would spend it in Mexico and the other half we would spend it in uh, on the US. the U.S. side so it was just like you know I was I grew up in the border so I really can't <laughs> But sometimes I do struggle because there's like a Chicano community in the U.S. and they be like, oh, well, you know, I'm born over here, but I, I, I come from Mexican parents and I'm just like, well, I was born over here, too, but I really can't identify with you or how you your culture because it's a really it's different. It's, it's a just, really different culture yeah. from over here because over here we're more like from the culture of Mexico, we really do get to experience that in the border and not how people really get to experience it in Phoenix. Yeah. And it's called De La Finiquera. You guys are going to sing completely in Spanish or is it like Spanish, uh, English? So there are some few few lyrics that will be um, sung in, in, in English. English. Yeah, but then so we have a Spanish version and then there's a Spanish version. 
what's your favorite line from the uh, song? Oh my god, I think they're all my favorite lines. <laughs> all, all the songs. Uh, I think my favorite one would be Le doy gracias a mi madre por darme las fuerzas cuando yeah. mi viejito se encontraba ahí afuera, which means I'm thankful for my mom who gave me so much strength during our separation yeah. while my dad was getting deported. Yeah. Because during my dad's deportation, our grand, um, my mom's uh, mother passed away. So she was in between either I leave my children alone or I go to the funeral and I cross and I don't know what awaits from my future and my children. So she decided not to, to go. And that for me was like huge at that age, you know, cause she, she, she didn't go to my, to my grandmother's uh, funeral and she was also dealing with my dad's deportation. So it was just like a lot came in at the same time. At the same time. You said you were a fan of Eurovision. Yeah. Um, so well, like, what's your like favorite song? And like, how like, well, like, how long have you been watching it? And what's your favorite song? So I knew about the Eurovision because of her, mm-hmm. and um, and she was like, but I mean, it's like huge. Like in Europe, it's it's huge. Yeah, so like Abba came out from Eurovision, Eurovision, and I was like, no way! Like this is crazy. So then she would always play this one song this, um, from Maneskin. Maneskin, wait, Maneskin. Maneskin. See, she knows. <laughs> and then I I I just got into. It. I discovered them when they first started coming out on our new revision and then i didn't know about the show but i didn't really like pay attention until monis came out and then i was just like i i looked into it and everything yeah and then their song became like super huge on tiktok too yeah. so like all the tiktok tiktokers were like you know like using the audio and it was just like she got me into it but i mean i didn't know it was like super huge i yeah. it's been running for a long time so yeah i yeah, like 64 years, I think. 64, 65, I always forget. Is there a, a, a country that you would want to uh, represent if you were if you got the opportunity to go to Eurovision? Um, if we got the opportunity, I think it would be Italy. Italy? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm Italy. Yeah, yeah, because of pizza. <laughs> pizza in Italy. No, we do. I mean, but I mean, Italy's like the place where pizza is really think. Yeah, do you know? Yeah, I think yeah, so. I think so yeah. But I maybe it's not as huge for them as you think it uh, is. It is huge <laughs> for them. Yeah, kind of. I mean, they won, so it is right now. It's huge for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I. I don't know why I thought you guys were going to say like um, Spain, just because it's, they always send songs in uh, Spanish. Yeah, actually, I was talking about this with her yesterday because we were listening to Mon Lafred. She's from Chile and she sings her music like, you like know, if she was born here. Yes, and she, like the way she dresses. Um, even Natalia from, um, she was one of our, she was one of the coaches during mm-hmm. our season in La Voz. Natalia Jimenez. She's from Spain. And I was like, when I when I found out she was from Spain and she sings mariachi music, I was I was like, I think the guy that came out in Eurovision 
sang like this balada, like this ballad. Um, yeah, if I remember, and he was from Spain. Oh, 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 from last year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm forgetting his name too, but um, I only know him because um, in this performance, there is like a giant moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Um, so is there anything else you would like to uh, share? Like, um, I would just like to share, do not miss out the American Song Contest. It's amazing. The first episode was really cool really cool there's so many cool performances and so much talent um and we've we've all been working on it and we're yeah we're really excited um for you all to see our performance and um yeah don't forget to vote for arizona (laughs) oh yeah um so where can our listeners um connect with, with you or like listen to your music Yes, yeah, so we're super active on TikTok. Um, it's already like 24-7. <laughs> and then Instagram. Uh, and you can listen to all our music on Spotify. As Las Marias. As Las Marias. Best of luck in the contest. Um, and if the listeners want to vote for Arizona, uh, I'm hoping they vote for Arizona. Um, you can vote for Arizona when uh, Las Marias um maria's is on the show uh what was your uh song title again de la, la finiquera or from la finiquera there you go <laughs> um so uh thank you for this interview great take care bye michael hey guys this is las, las marias representing arizona in the american song contest with, with la finiquera and you're listening to the Song and Dance Podcast with Michael and Rich. You can subscribe to the Song and Dance Podcast on the podcast app of your choice. Leave a review and please subscribe. Thank you so much. You are the best. Hey guys, this is Las Marias representing Arizona in the American Song Contest with song title. And you're listening no. to the Oh, okay, okay, I'm sorry.